Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Race with your favorite hosts. Your favorite hosts. Who? Larry. Larry. And Inelia. Inelia. Come on, honey. Come on, honey. Give it the program here. Oh my gosh. You forgot your lines? No, I was waiting for you. Oh, you've been doing a lot of waiting for me today. Yes. How come? Because I don't know. I just wait and wait for you to be ready. Why do I take a long time to get ready? I guess you need more time to get ready than I do. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think you take time to get ready? Because I want to be ready, not just go. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm ready. Yeah. Sometimes ready? I just want to go, but yeah. other times I want to be ready. Are you ready? I'm. I feel like I've rushed to get ready. Oh. <laughs> Maybe three hours next time. <laughs> I don't think it'll take three hours to get ready. It depends on what we talk about. Oh. I just like to be prepared so that I know when my mouth is moving. If you're making sense. That facts are coming out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not speculations unless they're identified as speculations. Mm-hmm. And it feels to me relevant and important. You know, that I've prepared myself emotionally, physically, mentally, food, sleep, water, all the things to, so that I don't enter into all of this, um, our podcasting triggered, you know? Oh, yeah, triggered is not good. And I have a lot I feel like I've been manipulated into being triggerable lately. Ooh, I'd like to hear more about that. Because I think a lot of people are feeling that. <laughs> how to deal with manipulation and how to, pressure, yeah, right? How to, how, to, how to handle being manipulated. Because it's almost like you feel like you've got to be in the victim mentality to be manipulated. I mean, how can you manipulate someone Somebody. else without their agreement? Yes. Right? Yeah. But yeah. at the same time... We've been living on this planet for, well, some of us for a very, very, very long time, and we have a lot of uh, momentum in a direction. You know, it's hard to alter your direction, mm. direction momentum, meaning meaning when I hear um, an invitations to righteousness, mm-hmm. I get a big ball in the center of my chest, <laughs> and it's ready to the go. go. <laughs> I'm talking about ready. Yeah. And it's with a great deal of effort. Not, I mean, it is with a great deal of effort that I put it into check and the process to put it into check that I use so far, uh-huh. which has mostly worked, uh-huh. is to recognize that feeling as what that is. That's my righteous energy rising. Oh. And righteous response, righteous. I'm gonna, <laughs> Yeah, it's not a high frequency no. um, response, but yeah. it's a huge ball. And I imagine other people probably have similar feeling balls of energy that maybe they're a little different. Mm. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're going to the warrior. Righteous, right? Maybe, maybe they're going to the warrior, defending well, well, people. Maybe that's what it is too, is warrior and defending. I don't know, yeah. but I'll tell you what: is a big, giant red ball with flaming yellow streaks off of it. <laughs> It's as big as, I would say, it starts as big as 
oh, Jupiter, <laughs> condensed down into a tiny little dot, and then it starts to get bigger, 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 right? Yeah. I don't know if you can sense or see or feel or follow the energy line of what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, definitely, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, there are certain triggers to that righteousness that I, I encounter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've seen those. I normally, almost always, peaceful, and rarely res- react, right, which is a righteous trigger. Mm-hmm. But I can see that it's there, yeah, and it isn't actually getting smaller. No, it's as fa- big and powerful and strong a feeling. Now, I mean, it's probably bigger. Yeah, because of all that's going. But on. I've also. Um, practiced more and more um, processes to try to, you know, not try to, but have you welcomed I, it? Recognizing, oh yes, I recognized it. Yeah. Yes. Recognized it and welcomed it. And welcomed it. Allowed <laughs> it to exist. <laughs> Let's see. The, the, that's basic processing one one, honey. Yes. <laughs> So it's amazing I how many times I've asked people that. I have not responded yeah. to this energy with a welcoming and allowing it to grow. I've recognized it and held it in check. Right. That's what I've been doing. Right. It's suppressing it, which makes it stronger. Well, my righteousness will say I'm just holding it in check. <laughs> I'm keeping it in the back burner in case I need, need it. it. There you go. So you're not ready to release it. It's part of the process, right? Mm-hmm. You like to exist, you like to grow, you like to express, and then you ask yourself, am I ready to release this? You ask the energy bundle that you've created, are you ready to really be released? And if you get a no, then you visit again tomorrow, right? So we've been doing a lot of tomorrow. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks that way, sounds that way. So this, um, for me, this is that. That's my experience, and mm-hmm. there's things that trigger my righteous um, response. Mm-hmm. There are, I've noticed, I've spent more time dealing with the, with rationalizing the triggers instead of processing the righteousness. Right, right. And, uh, dealing with the triggers is a little bit like a never ending process because there's a never ending list of possibilities, right? Yes, definitely. Especially Just, nowadays. Right. Yeah. So you would recommend that I process the energy the um, energy bundle of righteousness. Yeah. And what about, you know, I have... One of the things is to become aware that people and organizations and stuff are actively looking for your buttons to push to make you go into reaction and getting triggered. Acknowledging that that's true and that they're doing that to be able to control your emotions rather than you control your emotions or you decide what emotions you're going to have rather than you decide what emotions I'm going to have. It's an act of manipulation and control, right? So once you also see that part, a lot of that manipulation will lose its power. A lot of the items that presently trigger you will no longer trigger you. They will kind of poof, you know? Go away because you become conscious and aware of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You can also need gonna need a lot of street smarts right now too. Right? Yeah. So, for example, if you know that loud, 
certain type of loud, loud music triggers you and gets you in a way that makes you sad or hurts your ears or, you know, makes you feel unwell because of the frequencies, um, then you avoid houses that play that music, right? In other but, words, avoid, avoid the triggers if you can. Yeah. That's yeah. street smart. It's street smart, right? Um, if you have to go into go, if you have to go into one of those locations for something vital, right, and you get yourself into that environment, you can take measures. You can get yourself uh, earplugs, right, and other things that will support you while you're that you're in that environment because you have to be there at that moment. That supports you, supports your not getting injured or triggered or negatively affected by those items as part of being street smart as well because sometimes there are situations on the planet right now you cannot avoid so you make sure that you support yourself in those environments you support your physical body your emotional body your mind right your energy body you support them so that they don't get injured in those locations that makes sense that's interesting too. That's a part of the uh, Gaia contract that um, the grooms and brides and or the brooms, as we called them, of Gaia, we designed this contract in with participation of with Gaia mm-hmm. to try to outline high frequency response yeah. in situation. What kind of things are uh, engageable? What responses are engageable? What mm-hmm. you know, basically spell it out. Yeah. So that it's understandable um, how to interact. Because yeah. it's easy to say these things, but when you actually get down to nuts and bolts of it, well, well what do you do? Mm-hmm. What is uh, allowable? What's not allowable? What is high frequency? What's not? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like we're fishing a water, and what's the water? Right. <laughs> so strong boundaries, <laughs> you know, is high frequency. Um, one of the comments that um, today we placed a. Um, a photograph in the Telegram channel. Thank you, Ilie. <laughs> and the, the, it said that allow uh, the other person to exist without judgment from our part, right? And this is something that can be misinterpreted, and it was misinterpreted very badly by some people that mentioned, what about criminals? What about if I'm in danger? And things like that. Now, there's a huge difference between discernment, street smart, and judgment. There's a huge difference between those. At the moment on the planet, you have to be discerning. You have to be street smart. So if it's a criminal, you know, call the police, right? Avoid becoming a victim. Process all that stuff of victim-aggressor stuff. If 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 you're in danger, avoid that danger. Get yourself, you're an adult. You have to be able to be capable of protecting yourself. Right, as an adult, you can't expect others to do that for you. You use discernment, but it's not judgment. Judgment is something completely different. Judgment gets you entangled in an energetic right line with them, right? Yes. You basically create an agreement. Yes. Through your judgment, yeah, that they are a part and you are another part. Yes. Judgment brings that agreement to be. Yeah. So if you aren't in judgment. It's like, yes, that's a being doing an X, Y, Z, reprehensible blah, blahs. I'm not going to let them do that to me. Mm-hmm. 
he's uh, playing his role. <laughs> I'm not part of that role. Yeah. Uh, maybe other people are. Yeah. It's like less righteousness involved, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah. And there's a lot of individuals who are talking about people who are jabbed at low frequency, for example, and they have, they have to be avoided and all these type of things. At well, the same, well, gotta say, in a judge, oh. <laughs> in a judgy type of way, in a right? judgy way, right? They like country music instead of rock and roll or discernment wise. Discernment wise, they're not bad people. They're not bad people just because they were jabbed. Judgment wise, they're not bad people. Discernment way, they're not. Discernment way, yeah. Judgment, you might call them bad and evil and like all these judge things. Judge them as stupid, stupid exactly. Or pathetic, pathetic, or yeah, slaves, XY, slaves or sheeples, or right. And you, you, you're basically when you judge them like that, you're demonizing them. Yeah, okay? demonizing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's nothing you can do, right? Like you you just attack them every just time if you're off. wrong. You know, you call them wrong. You say you you call them names. You call them wrong. You try to tell them how stupid they are and all these type of things. Well, that's judgment. And also righteousness, which is part of judgment. When you oh. take that away and become discerning, you know that they're, they're in the middle of an experiment, your genetic or whatever, and if you get sick around them, you avoid them because it's going to harm you to be around them, right? That's just street smart. That's street smart and discernment. Do well, you still use several words now in the same places? So you love them, for example, but well, you've been you discerning. Not, you may not love them. Well, some of them you might. Walking around Walmart and you don't love them at all. No, that's but they're right. They're vexed and exactly. you know it. Yeah. And they got a cloud of nastiness. Yes, they do. Growing off of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes you get a sore throat. My lungs hurt actually. And a headache. Yeah. Um, so you avoid them, right? Well. Because you know that they are really a danger avoid to them you. If I go there because they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it does not that I avoid them, but I'm aware of uh, the circumstance I've placed myself in. Exactly. And I take mitigating you measures when I'm done. You know, exactly. I spray myself with some colloidal. Yeah. I've heard that pine needle tea, white mm-hmm. pine tea, or star anise tea, or maybe even dandelion root powder. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that help support um, your body. Support your body after exposure to that. So there's a different stuff. mindset. You're not going to you know, kick them away if they come near you at the store and call no. them stupid and pathetic and a killer, right? No, I wouldn't do that. I don't have judgy righteousness about them <laughs> there. I mean, I might ridicule them a little bit. Okay. But no, probably. Well, if they're wearing a mask too and a shield, I might have that there feeling, you go. right? Exactly. Have the feeling of ridicule. It's like, really? Yeah. You're going to go so, that far? But at the same time... That's the judgment and that's the righteousness. Yeah, at least it's a little... Right, but it, it can grow. Yeah, it can, it can grow. get out of hand. It can get it can get out of hand. Yeah, yeah. especially when they the imposition and of the people manipulation. People know is those micro demand that the micro, I put on a mask and a shield exactly. and a double so thing. The, the micro that, that's the line communication. The micro communication. Yeah, they get the, to tell. They they, can they see. do. Yeah, it's like oh, here's one I can have exactly. a rumble with. Yeah. So when I see somebody who's obviously extremely. Rumble mask oriented you know with the shields and mask and everything and gloves i smile really big at them this hi how are you doing do you have blah 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 right and there's none of that judgment energy there because they just to me it's like 
they're not any different. <laughs> they're no different than, than they were 99% two years of the ago. people or the same as two years ago. Yeah, yeah. they're the same. They're the right? same. It's just that now and I learned all of how us to, can see it. Now I've learned how so to communicate. Real, the only difference <laughs> is that we all can see it instead of just a few, a few. people. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense, huh? Yeah. My so, God, what a wonderful world you lived in. All my life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you minimize those situations and those, what does it mean? It's like if somebody well, says something that I, makes me mad. Because what you said could be taken easily out of context. Okay. I'm not going to go up to those people and uh, give them a big hug and say hi and try no. to. Because I'm, I feel like they're going to interpret me doing that as like, that's not because I'm clearly, acceptable. clearly not masked, clearly not playing their game. That mm-hmm. I'm going to be imposing me on them, just like they're. If they came mind. at me, yeah. imposing themselves on me, they're like mm-hmm. imposing themselves. Okay. What's that called? Um, you have a word that you use to describe what happens when you put your right on another person. Oh, that's called righteousness. It is, yeah. Yeah, so it feels like I would be imposing my righteousness on them if I try to engage with them. I'd just leave them be. Exactly, yeah. And a lot of this is about letting people be, okay? It doesn't mean you have to go out of your way to make them feel comfortable, loved, um, and all these other things. So you wouldn't do that three years ago, right? When you saw some random person, you wouldn't. And you wouldn't today. But you wouldn't treat them differently either, right? So that's when... Well, I do treat them different as I give them more space than I give a regular person. The person that isn't wearing a mask in line with me, I would smile and engage with, hello, hi, or maybe, you know, be open to an engagement. And someone who's double masked and shielded uh, appears to be scared of me, but maybe they're scared of... uh, Maybe they're actually scared of getting in trouble or they're scared of the rules being broken or who knows and they don't really not scared of me they're just trying to be show that they're very very good Compliance. followers mm-hmm. or compliers and so i will give them the chance to um, initiate contact because yeah. i don't want to impose me on them mm-hmm. is that okay yeah totally. right? so it's, it's respectful right you you're being compassionate and respectful yeah, there's an argument that follows from that, though. What? By allowing that kind of behavior to continue, it makes this process last longer. Why would it last longer? Because the way that herds work, if the herd's all doing it, then everybody thinks everybody's doing it. But the herd has to be herded, right? That's their nature. Well, it's the herd that herds the herd. Exactly. It's their nature. They're going to do it whether you're, you know... Comply or don't comply, it doesn't really matter. But they're behaving in the herd mentality. If the herd isn't wearing no mask, and they're like, maybe I should take that off. I watched yeah. it. I watched it with my daughter. Yeah. Because we went to Stanford. Every single freshman wore a mask everywhere at all times. Mm-hmm. And ninety-five plus percent of the upperclassmen, freshmen, I guess those said juniors and sophomores and seniors. And the graduate students, only a very small percentage of them were walking around with masks on. And so I told my daughter, I said, look, 
you really kind of identify yourself as a freshman if you wear that everywhere because look the upper class ones are not doing that it's like you should probably not so much nothing else has worked trust me <laughs> <laughs> now i see pictures of her on her instagram no mask <laughs> but oh gee that was i was like pulling teeth to get her to pull it down long enough to take a picture on the campus mm -hmm. when i was there with her i mean i tried super duper hard like can you just for a picture just for half a second she's like looking around like but what if somebody sees me kind of thing you know mm -hmm. but that's different now but she's mapped to a different herd i suppose exactly so it doesn't kind make of any point. difference well that's it doesn't kind of make any point. difference that's kind of the point though no why is it a point i can't understand the point can you explain it in the a point was is, is allowing people to get away with behavior that's old paradigm when you're interested in new paradigm seems like it makes the old paradigm keep going longer oh okay yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. So if I were to make that person comfortable, which would be eggshells walking, yeah, I would exactly. be putting a mask on as well and a shield, even though I don't want one and right. I don't need one. I don't think right. it's, I think it's absurd. Mm -hmm. Just the mere thing that I'm standing there without one is a demonstration of something. Mm -hmm. And it's opposed to their belief system and their uh, thought. Right. So, so you already started to oppose them. And by giving them some space, I'm just a moderate level away from um, instigating something with them because I am actually not following their rules or the rules they think that we all have to follow, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's only like, I feel it's considerate, but they probably think I'm the biggest jerk, some of them. Does it matter what they think about you? Does it matter what? They think about me no it doesn't matter what i was asking though specifically do you think going along with some of these things prolongs the misery i mean can we get it over faster by being ourselves or do we get the process over faster by um going along with whatever i don't think you can affect the process the process is going to take however long it's going to take yes the process is going to take as long as it's going to take and you can't affect it. Um, if you do, you know, you can make a person happy by not wearing a mask because they don't wear them. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nowadays, you know, like they tried the non-maskers. If you're vaccinated, you're, you don't have to wear a mask. Everybody who doesn't wear a mask is vaccinated. So they're confusing everything. It's a lot of confusion, right? Confusion is one of the tactics, I'm sure. Exactly. And it doesn't really matter. So my advice would be be true to yourself. And be conscious and aware that, um, be kind to others, right? Do things out of kindness, not out of righteousness. So if a person says, oh, don't come close to me, right? You go, oh, I'm sorry. You just walk away, right? Mm -hmm. What about if you're on an airplane, sit next to one and they're I upset. wouldn't go. I wouldn't go near an airplane. Just don't, don't, go, just don't airplane. go there. Don't do that. <laughs> There's some places you just, just don't, don't do go. that. Just don't go there. <laughs> What if you have okay. to? No, you don't have to. You do have Planes to. Planes didn't ha exist, so no, you don't have to. You have to in some How? situations. Like what? you got to go from, say, Germany to... Why? Moving to a, Why would you to move? a better environment that doesn't have the restrictions. So you have to get on an airplane to, to move? You can't there. get on a, on a bus? can't get on a bus because you got to cross water. You can't get on, you can't a, get on boat a car because the boat doesn't go there. can't get on a car because the car can't drive across the water. Okay. Well, so if you hire yourself 
decision is to move to a different place, mm-hmm. and the only place to get there is getting on an airplane, then for those 10, 20 hours, I would comply as much as possible, except for not get vaccinated. Or, t- you know, right. There's everything a limit. else. There's a yeah. line you will not cross. Exactly. There's a line I will not cross. Right. And then I would, if I have to get vaccinated to get there, it defies, I mean, it, it, it's like, don't that's bother. Like the, that's like the answer is, well, your higher self decision probably isn't correct. Right. <laughs> or you need to revisit this and understand what options are open to get there other than exactly. a commercial airplane. Right. So, from my own, plane from or... my own personal perspective, I realized several years ago. I remember this. God, I was so mad. Can you say what it was? We weren't, we weren't going traveling around Europe anymore. We weren't going to be going anywhere. After our trip to Europe, that was the last time we were going yes. to Europe. And I was like, but I just went and I just loved every bit of it. How could we possibly not get to go again? Now you know why. Yeah, now I know why, but I also know another thing. What? We're taking a cruise ship. <laughs> a ship. Yes. So well, I said I wasn't going to fly. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm right? not going to fly. I remember I'm not that. I'm going to fly again. So deal with it. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't going to take a ship, and I didn't say I wasn't going back to Europe. Or a catamaran. I said, Remember I was going to buy a catamaran? I said I wasn't going to fly. And one of the reasons was that I could see I've been flying since I was 12 years old, since 1978. I started flying. I flew, flew from Chile to, to the UK at 12 by myself. And I hadn't stopped. Because my family and friends and whatever all lived in different countries. So I've been flying ever since. I've taken thousands and thousands of flights mm-hmm. in my life. And I pretty much enjoyed it. But at some point, the whole dynamic started changing. Yeah. The dynamic of how to get on a plane, what you have to do. And it became a control system extremely controlled and you have to comply in order to get on that plane and there were certain things that I would comply for just to get on the plane so I could get to the other side but then it became more tighter and, and tighter and tighter and, and more what? and more invasive yeah. right so when those um, x-ray machines or whatever that people go into came online I said no I'm not going to do it yeah I remember right. and then you kind of manifested things like clear and quick and all those yes. other so started like bypassing all those things yes that was bypassing a lot of the things right so it's but... still possible to travel and you could bypass you mm-hmm. had to do a little bit of research and uh paperwork type thing pay for it or pay a little bit yeah. and then you managed to skirt a lot yeah, of those things i did yeah good job of it so and then the it, it, came, it got worse and worse yeah now it's unbelievably worse, right? But now, one of the reasons, I'll tell you funny story. Mm-hmm. I pretty much don't like being around other people that I don't know. And I don't like the thought that I'm breathing in the breath they breathed out or has always disgusted me yeah. in my life. Because yeah. breath has frequencies and energies and most of the people on the planet have disgusting frequencies and energies coming out of them. And I translated that into being a germaphobe and, you know, being, you know, not liking viruses. You're right. Finding them disgusting. 
and all this stuff that comes out of people. Also, skin particles going through the air all the time, and I didn't want to breathe other people's skin particles. Okay, And so for me, it was actually very uncomfortable to fly in that sense. When the whole COVID thing came online, one of the things I started doing was to clean and disinfect aeroplanes and put in new filter systems so that the air that was being recycled was pure. And sitting people, not crunched up, but six feet from each other. <laughs> and I thought that was marvelous. Yeah. I thought that was fabulous. Remember, you could use the salt and the pepper and the ketchup bottles. I wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't when I go to restaurants. You touch them, but no. now it was all right because they gave you a brand new ketchup every time. It's there, yeah. yeah. I even kind of didn't like the ketchup bottles sometimes. Like, jeez, <laughs> this thing's a bit dirty. In restaurants, yeah. So, in a way, for me, it would have been easier now to travel than ever before. For me, personally. Right. Because stay away all from those people. things were like, yeah. hey, this is good. You yeah. got to stay away from me. You have to put a mask on and keep your breath off of me. Exactly. Don't touch me. Don't come close to me. Exactly. Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Except. Except that it's not healthy. Now it's abhorrent. <laughs> yeah. And it's the compliance part. And then you have to get vaccinations or tested and all these things. Compliance, compliance, compliance. And the security things are much, much tighter and everything else. So, yeah, it just... It's just so weird. It was, the energy and the fear that I see in people's eyes, even if I wear a mask, the fear in people's eyes is so intense and the energy it's, around them is so massively nasty that I would prefer not to be in those group situations. Right, it's almost like a wave of low-frequency judgment oozing out of everyone fear and well judgment fear am i going to catch something right even if you wear a mask am i going to catch if you wear a mask like some of them are like fear and some are like mad at you because you're wearing a mask and they blame you for making it continue because your compliance is making it last longer exactly and some of them are like you don't need to wear that what are you dumb right and you're i mean it's just like everyone has an opinion about the thing. They you do, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they're not they like it's not like they're not like outside of judgment about it. They have a strongly held opinion of one side or the other about mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. And everyone is right. projecting it on each other, right? Yeah. They That's are what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So the other day we went to see a possible home for us that we can build or put and buy a, a prefab um yeah. on our land at the res. Yeah. And we went into the store and I saw a woman walking by. You could see she was like one of the owners or something, mm-hmm. highly masked. And, you know, the big eyes, when as we, we, we walked in, or three of us without masks. And I gave her a big smile and says, hi. And she says, oh, hi, somebody will come over and help you very soon. And yeah. she left, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then silent lady came up and as she was walking up to us, she was putting on her mask, right? Right. And she looked at us and she... Kind of put a, a chin diaper on. Yeah, she did the chin masking. Yeah, she chin masked and then she kind of every now and then, as you can see, the other lady would walk by, she'd pull it up and then the other lady would walk away and she'd put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went outside and most of that time she didn't even bother wearing it. So, yeah, she just um, gave up on that. She mask. gave up on that. But you could see the other lady walking around the outside the grounds and she was still masked outside. So it was like the dynamic was very interesting, right? Um, as I sh- 
the lady that was with us came really close to me to show me one of the price sheets and everything. Mm -hmm. And she breathed on me and I could feel the nasty stuff. My lungs started hurting. I could well, tell that right, she was vaccinated. She was a vaxxer even though yeah. she was a non-masker. Exactly. <laughs> it's a combination that's yes. crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, dang it. Now I've got to take all those supplements and things when I get back to the car. I hope I don't get unwell, you know, because... Mm -hmm. Uh, my lungs are getting fixed with the aqua cure, the hydrogen water, uh, but it's a slow process, right? So I it's began. It's years of damage, Yeah, it's a lot of damage. I mean, I got pneumonia and I lost one of my half a lung, uh, more than half a lung, and when mm -hmm. I was seven, and I had asthma and all the vaccine damage that I had. I mean, I was highly vaccinated growing up, and every time it would get worse, my breathing would get worse and heavier and harder to do, and. Um, and now it's reversing. I could see I haven't breathed so well and since I was before I was seven, you know. I could take a deep breath and it's amazing. But, yeah, it's still not as strong as other people. So, and I, it's like, because we don't have much exposure, we don't have uh, what the bodies are doing, you know. So... We have a built up a resistance. Yeah, to, to that poison, to whatever it is exuding, loose skin cells or whatever is in breath the thing particles. with building up resistance that's important to recognize though is you do still need to detox that you do yes just because it's built up and you're not uh, having a reaction doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's not there exactly right yeah. it just means that your body is becoming accustomed to having to live with it right so maybe take more so that sense of avoiding individuals who are low frequency or nowadays might be shedding on people i know that nothing's been Scientifically proven about anything. Oh, it's anything. proven. Totally they factually. Have, they have? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely proven without any question in okay. the company's own documents expressing this happens. Mm. Absolutely it happens. No yep. question about it. Yeah. Okay, good. So if those documents are there, then fair enough, right? So mm -hmm. um, very, very personally speaking, I support my physical body. That's my number one. And also the people around me, right? I prefer that nobody that is vax pets my PB, you know, mm -hmm. our little dog, because she's delicate. And if they do, if we come close to her or pet her, I like to spray her now, you know. Mm -hmm. But and she, funnily enough, when we when she was really close to me, I had her in my arms, mm -hmm. and PB started coughing. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh shoot, you know. Yeah. So move away, move away. So, I mean, it might have been a coincidence, but coincidence, yeah, synchronicities, mm, effect. In information, yeah, data. Was it, a, I, it was, a, was it actually an effect? I don't know. I don't have enough data for that, right? I would have to get close to lots of vax people to see if PB coughs, and I wouldn't put her through that, right? Right. So I wouldn't risk it. We're so just, it's like manipulation, it? though, going back to manipulation, right. the way that individuals behave around you does affect us, and that effect can be, at a, a subconscious level, a type of manipulation. Right. So how do we deal with that? Well, pressures, you know, pressures from work, pressures from um, legal teams, and who has the authority at the end of the day? Right. Most people comply or break down through that Most manipulation. Most people have, have a breakdown point. Yeah. It's like the carrot and the stick is basically all it is in a yeah. sense. How big of a carrot you got, how big of a stick do you exactly. got, what, yeah. how much money is it going to take, 
or how much threat is it going to take? Exactly. Or how so much of a combination the, of those two? At the two. race, people get $1,000 if they turn up Yeah, for they're work? just, I mean, they, they have a... this giant stick. <laughs> they pull out a stick and they said, you know what? If you don't get vaccinated, then you're going to get fired from your job if yeah. you work here at the tribe. Mm-hmm. And you have until this day to do it. And then... Uh, Didn't happen. <laughs> they had a big vote on it yeah. to say, you can't make that rule. That rule violates my rights. But not enough uh, people turned up for... No, enough people turned up. To vote? Yeah, and they voted to overturn it. Uh And then the government, the tribal government, they said, well, we're going to say that you need to have a supermajority, not just a majority. (laughs) And uh, so we don't count this vote as valid. Right. And instead, here's a thousand bucks if you get a shot. (laughs) Show up with a card, you can get a thousand bucks. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like... That's obvious carrot stick, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get more obvious, but it's still being manipulation. You're still getting fired, and you still can get a thousand bucks. Right. So, if you do what they say, you keep your job and you get a thousand bucks. If you don't do what they say, you get fired, and you don't get unemployment, and you don't get a thousand bucks, and XYZ, you starve, and you get kicked out of your house, and all the things, <laughs> you know, that your yeah. mind makes up. Yeah. So how is a person supposed to respond to that? It's not like working there is working to, like, kill people or something. It's just a regular old job maybe serving and helping the other members of the tribe. Yeah. But you can't continue to do that because of the... the it's arbitrary, it's illegal, it's against the rules, against the vote, against every other... It's like it's against their own writing. Yeah. They're going to make you do it anyway, even though it is against everything that they wrote on it. I did, I did encounter that same thing, and I thought it was kind of interesting when I had worked and founded with other people a fishing co-op. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, the huge document that we spent six or eight months with the tribe and un, don't even know how many tens of thousands of dollars with attorneys to generate mm-hmm. a document that would govern our um, co-op. co-op and uh, the tribe and our relationship together mm-hmm. and our responsibilities and outline what we do in all cases mm-hmm. didn't matter because they didn't read it. <laughs> and the other side, the co-op members, they didn't, didn't read, read it, it either. <laughs> <laughs> they just went off of whatever they felt. And when you pointed out what this written... And what you agreed to ahead of time didn't matter. <laughs> because A, B, or C. A, they didn't care. B, they didn't understand. Or C, they were in righteous trigger and they're protecting their blah blahs from blah blahs. They're triggered. Yeah. So it didn't matter what was written, what you said. They couldn't hear it, couldn't mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing right now with the uh, work. If you work at the drive and you don't get a shot. You don't get a thousand bucks and you get fired. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you do about it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It's still what's going to happen. Mm. The consequence of fighting it and making a big stink is not only will you get fired. You get banned. You're going to get kicked out of your house, yes. disenrolled from the tribe, and kicked off the res. Yes. Can't go so there the stick gets bigger. Again. Yes. <laughs> it gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> and it, there's no recourse. In other words, there's no higher authority to 
appeal no. the judgment to. Right. So how do you respond to that kind of manipulation? Mm -hmm. This is a question. You can feel my righteous ball of yes. fire drawing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, do you work for the tribe, honey? No. Right. That's your answer. Well, that's me. Exactly. I'm talking about other people. And uh, what I'm talking about is how they feel and how their manipulations are. And these are people who are picking. Well, here's the other, here's the other thing that's important to note. You ready? Mm -hmm. I found that it's true that people believe if you take the vaccination, that mm -hmm. means you've picked the light dark paradigm. Yeah. And for 99.999% that's true. Mm -hmm. There's probably a few that picked it somehow through some happenstance um they have actually not chosen that even though they got the shot they didn't chose that reality back in 2011 and they are you sure about that like, like i haven't found a handful yet. like five no, people i don't think so out of 100 million no i'm just allowing it to exist as a possibility <laughs> okay <laughs> it's so insignificant a number that it doesn't it's not really have any relevance mm -hmm. but you know in the unlimited eternal can Anything I tell you why? Possible? Can I tell you why it's not possible? Go ahead. Because you're underlying um, uh, a violation of free will. That their choice, free will choice, was to to go ahead in the light, light paradigm, the high frequency paradigm. However, their will, free will, was violated by receiving a shot that it's their vote for the low frequency one because they did it through whatever's right well and the reason that not... they maybe got their shot maybe because there was a period of time honestly in the beginning ish where um the data that you received could lead you to believe it is safe and effective no and you're not cause... getting it because you're worried no you're just i'm sorry that doesn't try that doesn't count <laughs> the information's been there we didn't get it right we didn't get it the information's been there all along. Anybody, and even people, I've spoken to people who said, you know what, I believe in vaccinations, and I'm very afraid of this COVID thing, I don't want to catch it, but for some reason, I know I mustn't get this vaccine. They've said it. And I don't know why, but it's no way in the world am I going to get it. I don't care what happens to me, I'm not getting that vaccine. Okay, well, you did write an article about what happens if you got the shot and you realize you messed up and you're change your mind about it now and there were some steps that you take and I, yeah. I think that article's a good I mean it's an excellent that's article. different right so that's different. different that's different. after and you change yeah. your mind right this I was talking about there was there's the outside potential possibility in my mind that exists that not a hundred percent of everyone who got the shot actually picked the light dark to continue for them I was just trying to create an out, I guess. Yeah, I think But let's so. just say 100%. Do you see why I'm going to continue with the free will thing? The There's free will clause was mm -hmm. the one that was used to split the human collective in 2011. Okay. That was the free will clause. The people who promote power over others, enslavement and suffering and pain and fear, came up with the human collective and all the other collectives on this planet, which I call the Planetary Council is my okay, word okay, to okay, not call okay, that. Okay. And they brought in the clause, if everybody on the planet, which was the plan, ascends to a higher frequency and awareness, 
you're violating free will of the people that don't want that. So, so that was accepted. So that was accepted yes. and it was implemented. And that's why we're having a split. So and not the entire planet is tracing in frequency. So I'm going to tell you a for instance and tell me if it applies. But can I finish my... Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Let me finish. Thank you. Okay. All right. So because that free will clause has been the one that has been used for this split, if the dark side of this equation breaks and violates the free will of even one person on this planet, one person on this planet, the whole thing crumbles and the entire human species ascends. They're definitely not going to break that free will. Exactly. So nobody received the jab against their wishes or desires or their free will choice in 2011. Nobody has received the jab that did not choose the dark paradigm to begin with. Okay, so this is those, that's, those are literal words that are literally specific. And the conditions that I'm going to suggest may be construed different. Let's just say you know a nurse, I know of a nurse, mm-hmm. who did not give the injection. Mm-hmm. She put water in it instead. Mm-hmm. And other people knew that that nurse was doing that, mm-hmm. and that's who they went to get their shot from. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually get a shot, and they knew exactly. they weren't getting a shot. Exactly. But it does follow the... I mean, they did get a shot. A shot. Some of the people who went there for that shot didn't know they weren't getting an actual shot. Mm-hmm. And they thought they were getting a shot. Mm-hmm. Some of them knew they weren't getting a shot, and that's specifically why they went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that situation, the conscious choice trumps the unconscious choice? No. Did the unconscious ones that got sailing, did they, they went there because they were afraid, and they got that shot. Because they thought it was the actual right. shot, but it turned out not to be the shot. Right. In that situation, their higher self sent them to that clinic and not to another one because they chose the higher frequency paradigm. That's what I was saying from the beginning is that there, that, it would appear that that person chose the shot, but they didn't. No, they didn't. And even though it looks like they got the shot, they didn't. Correct. So we can't say that they got the shot and... They didn't get the shot. Yeah. Period. That's the point that I'm trying to make is mm-hmm. that the ones that got the sailing shot didn't get the shot. Exactly. But if we were to say, my dad went and got the shot, we don't know whether he went to the sailing shot or not. We don't really know what choice he actually made. Exactly. Even if he made that choice out of fear, his higher self choice was already made. Yes. So the point that I'm trying to make with the 99, we know we don't know that 100% of the people who got the shot chose got the light the dark paradigm. They did. They did we know 100% of the people who got the actual shot yes, chose light dark. Exactly. Some of the people who went in and got shots didn't get the shot. Correct. But if they went for boosters and they went for second shots, Unfortunately, then that's yeah. going to pretty much make it 100% because <laughs> yes. there's not very likely chance they went to three nurses, doctors, CVSs, <laughs> that all three of them were also only given the saline. Correct. The more it's like Russian roulette. And that's roulette. why... And that's why this is pushed. That's why and there's that's more and more, so and more, many, and more times. 
Yeah, exactly. Because um, just to make sure that people who chose it really, really, really get Get it. it. But also because one of the things about the human physical body is that it's extremely resilient and is refusing to die, basically. And they need more of those people who are refusing to die, their physical bodies will refuse to die or get very, very sick. Those need more shots, and that's what people are getting now. So if someone were to say, well, I'm going to trust my higher self-choice from 2011, I'm going to go get the shot so I can keep my job, and I'm going to assume it's going to be saline, because I'm only going to get the one shot now. You You walked or you drove to get a shot, man. And, you, yeah, it's like, yeah, no, it's not going to (laughs) work. Don't do it? No. Don't do it? No. How about... um, about um okay the next part of that statement which was um 100 of the people who went and got the shot and we're gonna say the actual shot the not actual the saline, shot. Yeah. those ones picked light dark mm-hmm. the, the other assumption was is those that didn't pick the light but that's also not true correct it's not true not true just because you didn't get the backs just because you, you didn't chosen. get the my favorite word this is Co- just... just because you didn't get the cootie kool-aid doesn't mean you chose, chose the, the light, light paradigm. paradigm. Correct. However, this is a and it is something that I did look at a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They may have. Okay. So this is really bizarre because a lot of um, like white supremacists who are very, very, very dark workers, right? They're very low frequency, power over others people. Chose not to get the vaccine. Right. Kooty Kool-Aid, honey. Kooty Kool-Aid. Oh, the Kooty Kool-Aid. Yeah, they chose not to get the Kooty Kool-Aid. It's a more fun set of words. Okay. And um, they obviously haven't chosen a light paradigm. Right? They haven't at a conscious level. However, and here's the bit. When I looked at it, the human collective and the planet Earth and everything is going through a process. Mm-hmm. And this is just... Part of that process, why do you need to dumb down your frequencies all the time? If you chose the dark paradigm, you need to get injected with something. You need to drink alcohol. You need to take drugs. You need to engage in low frequency dramas and engage in all that to be able to stay there. Because if you remove all those things, you immediately raise your frequency instantly. Because mm-hmm. you're naturally a high frequency being, most of the people on the planet. Obviously, there's certain exceptions. Now... For these really low frequency individuals, who I would call the extreme right, um, decided they weren't gonna get the jabs or the cooked Kool Aid. They're still choosing a dark paradigm right now. But what it feels like is as we go through the process of ascension on the planet, because they don't have those poisons in their body, they will ascend with the rest of us. Their expansion of awareness will ex- will happen. And they will, their frequency will rise. That's how it feels to me. Now, I don't know until it happens. It will it happen? That's but that's how it feels if you don't get jabbed and if you don't take those drugs, right? I mean, yeah, some people can drown their frequency in alcohol and get covered in demons and they won't, it won't happen for them, right? Crack addicts their or whatever. Their expansion awareness will be interrupted by a gunfight. Yeah. Or a knife fight. Exactly. Or a crash into a bridge. Right. Or right. a... All sorts of different and I know for a fact, I know for a fact, this is another fact that I know that I have spoken about, 
that those individuals who very much want to uh, recruit as many low-frequency people that choose low-frequency for their reality as possible, right, and are doing the whole cuticule uh, thing around the planet and all these things, I know for a fact that they have other plans to grab those individuals with, right? So maybe get into gun battles with the government. Uh, so maybe... The civil war, the starvation. Civil war, starvation. Taking people's food. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're doing things to push that agenda forward. Now, right. I don't know if it's going to catch or not. I don't know if it's going to take. But there are other plans. We have 30 years left, you know. So it's like... It's it's a process. Well, we have less than 30 years. We count probably 15 years now. Because we accelerated it tremendously. because I was looking at 30 years and I was like, golly. In 30 years, it's going to be settled. Oh, sure. <laughs> right? It's going to be completely settled. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be settled, being settling before that. And at the moment, it's being implemented. So, yeah, there's going to be other things. But that's their thing. We don't need to be pulled into those realities at all. So what do we do? We start getting together and planning what it looks like to live in a high-frequency world. We get together and, like today or tomorrow, there's a there's a swap place. You know, people are yeah, going to bring things, swap meet nearby. You know, we support those, and you know, it's like start getting and processing your fear is really important. The exercise that we did that the other week, the work we did, and embodying that pure heart and um, allowing those higher frequency energies to be you. You are that anyways, but to express through you and then work from that space. That's gonna, what's gonna make you help, supported. You will be helping and supporting others, right? So it's a two-way system kind of thing. The human collective and Gaia loves you again. I'll say that again. And your high frequency here is key. And you will be protected and loved and taken care of. But not in a passive way. You need to be proactive. Because you're an adult. You're not a child. Right? right. You're the one who... Don't be passive. Be exactly. Active, but yeah. some of the actions you can take may look passive from the outside. But their energy... is strong. Mystical. It's powerful. And powerful mm-hmm. doings. Yeah. Actually, yeah. very, very powerful. Because yeah. I, I was just thinking that, you know, one I, of the responses is process your fear. One of the responses exactly. is process that righteous energy. And what yes. happens when you do that? It's not like it doesn't have an effect on the material. It does. It has a dramatic effect. It does have a dramatic effect. Yeah. yeah. But you need to follow your, your, your nudges, your, your intuitions, your knowing. If you ignore all of, all of those things, you're screwed. Right? Or if you say, oh, well, somebody told me to do this, and then you it's mis- a misinterpretation. You know, it's a higher self-misinterpretation. If you're still stuck in the victim-aggressor cycle, it's a, mis- it's a misinterpretation through the victim-aggressor cycle. Right. right. So you hear words. If you're in victim-aggressor, when you look in and hear those words, then that those words, no matter how empowering they are, you, you will... only interpret them in another way to make yourself a victim. Exactly. Right. For all frustrating. Yeah. How do you get around that? How do you get out of that? You learn about the victim aggressor cycle. I've got tons of information in elliabenz.com. You go there. You educate yourself. 
And then you do the exercises and process that are on all the classes there. That's okay. what you do. You step your, yourself away from the victim, aggressor, martyr, savior energies. You step away from those. So if you do the uh, the exercise we have this week, I think it's the embody the pure heart for an hour a day, right? Yes. That was last week's. Last but, week's? But I think it's forever. Just okay. do that every day for the rest of your life. Okay. Embody of your heart for at least an hour. <laughs> we a should day. pin that at homework. At least an hour a day. <laughs> this one is pinned forever do. Yes. I think that one of the things that's often thought about is what action should I be taking? And oftentimes the action I should be taking is inspired by righteousness or fear or inspired by a low frequency something. Yeah. Yep. So before you're taking uh, action that's, you know, significant in some way, sit in pure heart for one hour yeah and when you come out of are there and you come right out of that when you just finish look at the thing and see what action you might take yeah based on that state of being not Mm -hmm. the triggered one basically right right Right. i think that's fairly decent advice Mm -hmm. another thing that i found helps people is okay so for example you're listening to this podcast, so, you know, you put some sort of value to our words and our energy, right? So if you're going to make a decision in your life, you could ask yourself, what, what would I be doing right now? What decision would I make or how would I act in this situation if Larry and Inelia were here with me in this room? Ooh, that'd be fun. Right? If they were here looking at me as I make this decision, what decision would I make? And how would I go about making this decision? Exactly. How what well, yeah, exactly. What first what process? I would process, right? Right. First I would process if I have a righteous trigger or a if it's fear based it's never a fear based trigger about why I'm making this right action. Then I would process it first. Mm-hmm. And then I would look at it from less judgmental space and from a high frequency space. Right. Yeah. What about a judgment now? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good advice. It's, yeah. And the other thing my, is that um like ask a question. It's like, hey, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like if we're sitting there, you can say, hey, Anelia, what do you think? I, you know, they're gonna give me a thousand bucks if I get the shot. What should I do? <laughs> I really want a thousand bucks. So you might say something like, oh, I think that you should probably do the reconnection with the spirit of money process because I think there's more than one way to get a thousand dollars. That doesn't involve getting killed. And it doesn't involve getting, getting killed sick. to get it. Yeah. So, you know, it seems like you hit a wall, but then there really isn't a wall. It's mm-hmm. a made-up imaginary wall. You know, I was reading yesterday, and I can see, and I felt, and that was part of what was giving me a bit of a righteous trigger, honestly, mm-hmm. was I could see and kind of feel what felt to me like manipulation techniques taken to a huge high level, you know? Mm-hmm. So the entire country or entire state or province, what, Quebec and Ontario were two provinces. Mm -hmm. And they had a vaccine mandate in place. Mm -hmm. And they canceled it at the last minute Mm -hmm. because the consequences, well, whatever they said, who cares? They canceled them at the last minute. But how many people did that manipulate into doing it? (laughs) Even though they knew they were going to cancel it when they said it. Right. Right? Right. How many people did it anyway? Right. And now how do they feel? Mm -hmm. It kind of felt to me a little bit like the uh, truth reveal, yeah. not because the truth will make you feel better, 
but because the truth's being revealed to make you feel worse. Break your heart. Break your heart. It kind of felt like an example of that happening. Mm. Because yeah. think about it. Think how many people felt they were up against the gun and went ahead and did it. Right. And it turned Even out though, they weren't. Exactly. It's all, it's all of that anyway. It's all smoke and mirrors. The whole thing is smoke and mirrors. Right. But the consequence of what I'm trying to say is the consequence of the action and then the reveal made it worse than yes. if they had kept it. Right. So it feels like a victory, but it was really another manipulation technique on mm -hmm. frequency. Yes. And when you see that manipulation take on frequency, it only functioned as a frequency lower on those who responded in a low frequency response. Right. Exactly. If you didn't get it and you said, go ahead, fire me, I don't care, guess what? You didn't get Relief. fired. <laughs> you didn't get fired. But maybe you should have got fired. Who knows? <laughs> We have so many orchestrations in our life, it's so yes. hard to untangle all of the strings. Exactly. But If you stay at a higher frequency level, if you embody your natural frequency... If you embody your natural frequency, you stay You at a high will be guided and supported by the high frequency collective, human collective. In the way that's going to support you and the reason it's you came surprising. here... surprising, exactly. Yeah. In surprising ways, really surprising well, ways. And yeah, surprising ways. I remember there was a few surprises I was looking... I, God, I can't specifically say them right now. It was like... You couldn't plan that. I know, you couldn't. You couldn't expect yeah. that to be the way that it <laughs> falls, but this happened and then that happened, and you, it looked like it's not that great. And then at the end, it's like, oh, oh my God, that's the best thing could have happened ever. <laughs> How'd that, where'd that come from? I see it happen all the time. Yeah. Before we complete, there's a couple of things I'd like to say. Okay. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Sean. You know who you are. <laughs> Thank you for our first donation <laughs> towards driving to the res. Very specific donation that was sent to us uh, for the for the for the podcast itself, and I thought that was wonderful. Thank you, Sean. Um, and also, he sent the first donation that we received for the Spanish broadcasting channel <laughs> he doesn't speak spanish and he hasn't watched it but he thinks it's a marvelous thing that that i'm doing which is like <laughs> i can only do it because people support it right the spanish mm -hmm. team supports it and creates it that's the only reason why i'm able to do it and of course you know sean sending a, a fee uh, a bot um a donation, a little bit of, cheat, little bit of support. Yeah, also pays, pays for words. the pays for the channel because I actually pay for the um, brand YouTube channel for us to be able to do live broadcasts, even though it's a, they're not they don't have their bugs sorted out yet, and a lot of the times we have to go into YouTube, but we have been able to use it a few times and with more freedom of speech, and uh, that money goes directly to pay for that channel. So Sean, thank you. You paid for the Spanish channel <laughs> for three months, I think. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Well, it's nice anyway to support the things that you want to see. Exactly. On the planet. Yes. And so I do that all the time. I do it all the time too. Yeah, I walk through, too. even if I'm walking through Walmart and I look over there and there's something some organic, positive, yeah. delicious, high frequency, yummy. It's like, get that. <laughs> how can I not get it? It's exactly. here yeah. for me specifically. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to mention yeah. before we, we say bye-bye is to let everybody know, maybe they haven't found out, that our friend Franco De Nicola passed away um, um, this on, in October, I think it was the 20th. Um, 
And um, just to give a big thank you to Franco for all his work. And, um, you know, just acknowledge that he was a bright light here on this planet. And um, It's a tough planet on bright lights. It is. He was tough. He made it really tough for himself, I have to say. Well, <laughs> it's but because it's a tough planet for it bright is. lights, yes. honestly. Yeah. That's true. That is very That's true. That's just the fact of that life. Is, yeah. It's a tough planet for bright very lights, bright but lights. not for It's very, very bright light. Um, and his, um, beautiful lady, Kimberly, continues with the work. Um, she's also extremely bright light. And, uh, lots of hugs and love for both of them. And, um, yeah, so I just wanted to acknowledge his passing and his life stuff. Aww. <laughs> Deep breaths. Yeah. Are you complete, honey? Ah. <laughs> uh... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it kind of like uh, mm, uh... I suppose we can be complete in, um, it doesn't feel complete. Well, okay. I thought so. Okay. There is something that, something more. What is it? So, I met Franco when uh, I met you. Yeah. And Franco was, to me, the masculine voice of the information that you were sharing. And your voice was, it, it was unquestionably more female to me. You were surrounded yes. by empowered women. And you were doing work specifically, it felt, empowered women oriented with empowered women groups, specifically even no men allowed groups. So it was nice at the time to have information complementary to what you were sharing mm -hmm. in a masculine fashion too, right? So easier for me different to hear language, it. Yeah, different not, language, different language Not so much easier for me to hear, but I could hear it. Mm -hmm. And I could feel I'd like to complimented yeah. by it. But also, the times that I did that work with women, I wasn't exclusively working with women. I was working with men and women. But I did have, I did join a couple of groups that only worked with women. Right. Yeah. You didn't join a couple of groups that were only working with men, though. Um, because then it would defy it, right? It would be one woman the, with a The point I'm trying to get at, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that I found Franco when I found you, and he was able to speak to me in man. Yeah, exactly. And so it was complimentary, mm -hmm. and I loved it. Yeah. And um, with time, things diverged they a bit. And... Uh, you also expanded to include a bit of man in your voice because you got a high-frequency man? man in your life. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can interpret mm -hmm. you into, I don't know, a language that men can understand. And I don't know, not just men, but you know what I'm talking about. Do you? No, <laughs> because I was talking to men and women all of my life. And I just joined a couple of groups that only spoke to women. I couldn't join groups that only spoke to men you because I'm You very a woman. rarely talk about <laughs> Russian trucks stuck in the mud. 
Correct. Until I come around. Yes. Now you've actually said those words yes. in the sequence. Yes. And you never ever even knew those words existed Correct. in the sequence. So that's what I'm talking about. Yes, it's more like a language. Yeah, more like a language. It's not that you didn't Anyways. speak to them. Anyways, the point isn't that. <laughs> Franco had spoke a language that men could understand this yes. year. Yes, yes. And so it was hugely complimentary at the time. Mm -hmm. And it did diverge a little bit over time. And those divergences are, you know, part of part of me changing and growing. And I imagine he as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because when you're a bright light on the planet, it's a tough planet for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need your tribe to support you. Yeah. And um, in some cases, your tribe does support you. In other cases... They make it even harder, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. Nobody, I think, um, really recognizes that uh, to the level that it's and how it's important. But, you know, it's also important that you, as the person, you know, take responsibility too, right? Yes, absolutely. But that's, that's part of the problem with being a bright light on the planet. So it's just not easy. Mm -hmm. So the circumstances... I wish they were different. I could see a path to get them different. Mm -hmm. Those weren't the path that was taken. Right. But um, doesn't it doesn't um, it doesn't oh, be really <laughs> jumped on your mic. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't diminish what he did. Or his bright light. Or his bright light. Uh, in my eyes, his always that bright light. Yes. Yeah. And I wish things had turned out different. But yeah. they didn't. Correct. So now we have the place that we are. We're where we are, mm -hmm. which is still going to end at the same place in a new paradigm. Yeah. And? Ooh, is that your chicken? Yeah. Uh-oh. So... Back where I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, little rescue break. And actually it wasn't a rescue break. What it was was a request from my puppy, mm -hmm. our puppy, mm -hmm. to go on a walk. Yes. He's like, you guys done enough talking. <laughs> it's time for some walking. Yeah. He wasn't trying to kill a chicken. No. He was trying to play with a chicken. <laughs> he didn't have a hold of his, you know. Yeah. Vital parts. He had a hold of his not vital parts. <laughs> oh my god! The chicken was squawking, and he was walking. Oh my god! But it was all right. Chicken didn't get hurt. Okay. No feathers even. It's just, it's just a a chew chew toy that makes squeaky noises. Squeaky noises. And it is like battery powered. It runs yes. away fast. Yeah. Irresistible. Right. Irresistible. But I did tell him. Uh, that's not his chew toy. That's okay. my chew toy. Okay. All right. He gets it. Okay, good. So, um, love you, Franco. I hope to see you in the new paradigm. That would be my uh, closing thing for yeah. the end. He's still a light. He's still a bright light. And he complimented so much. And he was so helpful in yeah. my process of, you know, the bell going off, the alarm clock going mm -hmm. off. Say, hey, wake up. Time to, uh, you know, be who you're supposed to be. Not mm -hmm. just uh, run around. I'm not even going to say, well, I'll just say it. I'm not, not time to be running around, filling boats with fish and drinking beer. <laughs> yes. It's time, time to do what you came here to, to do. do. Yeah. And he was instrumental 
and ringing that alarm bell mm -hmm. along with you, honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Franco. Thank you, Franco. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. Now I feel complete. Okay, good. Love you, honey. Love you, honey.